Hello, and God bless you. This is Pastor Jeremy, and what a delight to be with you on this Monday, August 17 of 2020. As always, uh, we are so delighted, and we consider it a honor and a privilege that uh, you, the listener, could join us today in, in this Bible study. We pray that uh, you have had a good weekend, and we are looking forward to what God has for us this week of August. Um, as always, we are we are always interested in knowing what God is saying in this hour. We're interested in what the Bible is saying to us in this day, in this time of history. And I believe God is speaking very clearly to us in this hour through his word. Today in our panel, uh, we're going to be minus one. Uh, Brother Marty is not with us today. But today, uh, I am joined by Brother Fernando, and uh, we're going to be uh, sharing uh, this Bible study together and and exploring some things that we believe that God is saying. We're hoping to have Brother Marty back, uh, hopefully, tomorrow. And uh, But yeah. we're excited. Oh, probably tomorrow, yeah. Yes. So we're excited, Brother Fernando. How was your weekend? Uh, how you been in these last it days? Feeling good. Uh, been uh, sensing the heart and the spirits of the people. Um, yes, we're we're still uh, doing podcasts. We have not been censored from any uh, social media platforms. Yeah, as of now, exactly, because we don't know what the future holds, but we did have someone email us like are you guys still uh uh doing podcasts have they shut you guys down no 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 uh, we, <laughs> you know we we probably should have told them uh that last uh podcast on tuesday uh that we would uh be taking some days off for refreshment and brother marty would be spending some time uh with, with his family which is much needed during this hectic yeah. pandemic time you know i mean we can only stay at home for so long we I don't think God created <laughs> us to stay right within four walls. So uh, uh, hopefully, Brother Marty will, uh, Lord willing, he'll be with us tomorrow. Uh, and and but uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for what the Lord has today, and I'm looking forward to 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 sharing with you and and uh, the listeners. Praise the Lord! You know I'm excited, and um, we are going to get into the Word of God, and and you're going to open up today, Brother Fernando, and just. Uh, I'm going to leave it to you to share what God has placed in your heart today as we study the Word of God together. So I'll leave it to you, Brother Fernando. Thank you, Brother. Yeah, we're going to be taking our text today uh, uh, from Psalm chapter 2, something that the Lord uh, has been impressing in my heart. Um, if you can, Pastor Jeremy, there is just our custom here. Uh, if you can go ahead and read those four uh, I was going to say four verses. Um, yeah, read up to verse four, and then we'll stop yes. there and we'll get into the word of God. Amen. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in 
derision. Okay. Amen. I like that. I like that. What it says there in verse 4, he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. And I want to let everybody know that I know what they're saying out there in, in the world and in the political world and what they're telling us that we're going to do and, 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 and they're trying to bring fear into our lives. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord has the last laugh. He that sitteth yeah. in the heavens shall laugh. Amen. <laughs> But uh, Hallelujah. I, I, I want to start with the question that is posed in, in Psalms 2 or Psalm 2. It says, why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? And, Brother Jeremy, you could jump in whenever you want. Again, it's, a, it's our custom. Uh, uh, don't hold back. Uh, go ahead and share whatever the Lord's put in your heart. But as I was uh, meditating for today's podcast and what to bring to the to the people, uh, in line with everything that we've been talking to to the people for the last, I don't know what, uh, since March, I want to say. So it's, it's been quite yeah. a few months. Uh, if, if, if you've been paying attention, uh, what we've been bringing forth is, is speaking on the prophetic things, uh, finding, like, like you say, Pastor Jeremy, uh, prophetic relevance to what's going on today, finding uh, what's taking place today and, and looking at it through, through the Word of God, right? Understanding that mm-hmm. the Word of God has already told us what will happen. Right. So that that's that's what we're aiming to do here is to bring forth the prophetic uh, word of God that is there for us, that is hidden, that God has left. And, and the question was posed, why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? And I, and I begin to meditate upon those words. And I begin to see God in, in, in prayer and saying, Lord, you know, uh, speak to my heart. Uh, let me know what you want me to convey to the people. And and he simply said this to me, and I want you to listen very carefully to what the Lord says. He says, Fernando, I want you to begin to seek me and prepare your heart to listen to the question or questions that I am going to ask you. Let me say that again. Because many times when we go into prayer, we're always asking God questions, right? And we're asking direction from the Lord. But what the Lord was telling me is, I am asking my people questions. And I am inquiring an answer from them. Think about that for a moment now. God is asking his people questions. Why does God do that? He does it for many reasons, but I believe the reason he is asking us questions uh, as he's asking the question in Psalm 2, why do the heathen rage, is because he wants to see where you're at in your walk with him. He wants you to see if you're able to answer the question properly and accordingly as he sees it. And the yeah. truth of the matter is we have to ask ourselves the question, what if God were to ask us a question? Can we answer him correctly? Have we given yeah. the due diligence to seek in his face to seek in his word, to fully understand or, or, or at least attempt to try to understand what is taking place around us as we're seeing a world that has gone crazy, as we're seeing a nation, this particular great nation that is going crazy uh, uh, and falling apart at the seams. Yeah. So God is asking us questions. God is asking us questions. Remember, we spoke about in, in, in the prophet Amos, the Lord asked him a question. He says, what do you see? Mm. What a question, right? What do you see? Right. He, said, he said the same thing of Jeremiah. 
He asked yeah. him in the first chapter of Jeremiah, the, the, the book we've been studying, he says, what do you see, right? Amos answered him, he says, I see a basket of summer fruit, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeremiah, his answer was, well, I, I see a, a rod of an almond tree. I see a seeding pot whose face is towards the north. God asked his prophets a question, and, and they were able to answer accordingly. They were able to see. They were fully prepared for the time when God was, the word of the Lord would come to them and ask them a question about what they saw in their time. Right. Think about that for a moment now. Even in Matthew 24, right, if you want to go there quickly, uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, yes. Pastor Jeremy. The Lord, before he began to teach his disciples the things concerning the end times, he posed to them a question. He posed them a question. And he said this, um, Matthew 24, if you want to read uh, uh, verse 2. Yes. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, he, here he was speaking concerning the temple because in verse 1, the Bible says that, that Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. They were saying, Lord, check out this building. Check out this beautiful edifice. Look, it's, isn't it marvelous? Isn't it incredible? And it's almost like the Lord is lost for words, and he's like, wait a minute. You guys are not seen properly. And he asks them the mm. question, see ye not all these things? Now, he mentioned the word things. So it, 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 it spiritually, it, he wasn't just talking about the temple. Mm. He was talking about all the things that had transpired leading up to him leaving the temple. He was thinking of all the things that would come after in the future. He was really speaking about all the things that he would go on and convey to them in Matthew 24. So it, it's a broad question that not only spoke, uh, was asked to the disciples, but it's asked to us as well, which is, see ye not all these things? Do you understand them? Can you see them? Do you really see the, 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 the spiritual significance about everything that I'm doing, why I'm leaving the temple, Right. Yes. Why I had to? Why I had to uh, speak hard to the to? Uh, I spoke hard to 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 the Pharisees of of his day. If you want to take it mm -hmm. to today's day, you know, do you not see all these things? Do you not see why the churches are closed in America and around the world? Mm -hmm. Brother Marty, in last in the last podcast we did on Tuesday. Uh, spoke of a very powerful and hard message, and he basically told the people, and this is this is the spirit of the Lord speaking. He said, he, he said, don't listen to those false preachers, those national yes. preachers that have big platforms on television. They are leading God's people astray. Their message is not the message of the Lord. Don't follow them. Stop following them. And, and when Jesus was leaving the temple, he was basically making the same declaration. Right? Right. These Pharisees right. are doomed, and they're going to doom you if you listen to them. Right? Mm -hmm. But he was speaking at such a, 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 a great level prophetically 
And obviously his disciples didn't understand. They would eventually. Right. But the question right. is posed. Jesus opposes the question to his disciples. Do you not see all these things? Right? What do you see? Yes. Yes. Right? It's Jeremiah, it, what it do seems, you see? Amos. Go ahead, brother. Yes. No, and it seems that through the ministry of Jesus, many times we focus on the things he said, but what about paying attention to the questions he's asked? Because any time right. he poses a question, it's because he wants to reveal something. And we see that from the mm -hmm. beginning in Genesis when he would ask Adam, Adam, where are you? He doesn't ask the question because yeah. he doesn't know the answer. But like you said, Pastor Fernando, is 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 the questions that are posed to show you where you're at. Remember when, when Jesus, when you first uh, began to, to explain this, uh, what came to my mind is the questions that Jesus would ask his disciples. Who do people say that I am? Right? Yes. And, and, and they, they would answer, well, some say you're Elijah. Some say you're the prophet Jeremiah. Some say you're one of the prophets. But then he asked a question. In other words, don't listen to what they say, as you're saying. Now, who do you say that I am? And something interesting happens, and that's when Peter asked, you know, he would say, you know, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus would tell him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto you, but my father, which is, which in, is heaven. in heaven. So, you know, anytime the questions are being asked, it's because God is wanting to reveal something to you, but also wanting to understand where you're at, where we're at. And, and I think it's, 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 yes. it's very uh, powerful what you're saying, you know, uh, as we begin, you know, the verse two, uh, verse one of chapter two of Psalms with the question. That's the way the psalmist begins that chapter with a question. Amen. No, absolutely, that, that's good. And we, we, we've been on a series, right? And let's recap. We've been on a series where we've been talking about the prophet Jeremiah. And, 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 and we're studying from uh, Jeremiah chapter 26. And Brother Marty brought out how when Jeremiah goes, um, he, he goes to get to the temple, right? And, and he's mm -hmm. asked to declare the word of the Lord there to the religious establishment of his day. But by then, he's a fully mature prophet of God. He's ready to give this kind of uh, uh, word that, that literally uh, will bring about persecution from the religious establishment because it didn't line up with the word of their day, right? right. But, but, but we see it in the first chapter that the Lord begins to ask him a series of questions, of, uh, the first chapter of his book, of what he, what he sees. It's part of his development. It's part of how God begins to deal with him. He begins to ask some questions. Mm -hmm. And the reason, the reason I bring this up is because if we understand how God deals with his prophets and how he spoke to his prophets, and, we're, and we've been dealing with the prophet Jeremiah um, uh, the last two podcasts, I think it was two podcasts, uh, then we will understand how God is speaking to us today. Understand that. If we understand how God spoke to his prophets of old, then we'll understand how he is speaking today. You want to know where the word of God is? Study the prophets. Mm. You want to know where the word of God is today? Study the prophets of old. If you hear what they ministered and how they ministered and how God ministered to them, if you see that, in a preacher today, then you'll know that he's hearing from God. You'll know that, that, that the word that he has is from the Lord. 
Amen? Right. So the, the, yes. the question is asked, why do the heathen rage? A question is posed to, to, by, 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 by the Lord unto us today. He's asking us the question, why is all the madness taking place? Mm. Do you understand? Can you see? Are you deceived? Are you confused? Understand this, that, that, that word rage there literally means a tumult, which, which means that it is a, a, a loud noise created by a large mass of people. To cause wow. confusion, wow. right? Why do the heathen rage? Why do they gather? Think about that now. This is exactly what's taking place in our society today, in the world today. There is yeah. a loud noise, a, a, a clamor. There is a large uh, uh, cry, an outcry. For what? Commotion. A commotion. That's what it really means. For what? 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 What is the, the this loud noise for that is meant to cause confusion? Well, the cry or the noise that is coming forth out of this gathering, which which speaks prophetically of a global gathering. The heathen are raging. The heathen are gathering. They cre- they are creating with this noise a loud noise that is bringing about confusion. There is a confusion that is being brought about. Wow. That's why it is so difficult for the believer today, especially if you have not been uh, studying the word of God. If you have not been seeking God on your knees and, 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 and seeking him with all your heart, it's going to be very difficult to make sense of this loud noise confusion that is coming out of the world. And not just the yes. world, but it's now coming out of the church. Hmm. The preachers today are flip-flopping their messages like every week. They don't know if to be social justice warriors. They don't know if to back up the, 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 the president anymore. They don't know if they're conservatives now. They don't know if they're liberal. They don't know anything. Because, number one, they've left the word of God. They stopped preaching the gospel, that Jesus is the answer. Why this tumult? Do you know why? Do you know what is happening, you the listener? Do you have eyes to see? Right. Are you confused? Can you make sense of what's taking place? Can you see like the prophet Amos? Can you see like the prophet Jeremiah? Can you see what's taking place by the Spirit? Can you see through this loud noise and rage that is coming out of the earth? It is a unified gathering and cry. Mm. That is a global uh, 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 gathering. It's really a cry for the one that is coming in the future. It's really a cry for the man of sin, right? Yeah. The Bible says that, that in, in Revelation 13 that, that John saw a beast come out of the sea, right? Yes. The sea represents people, and we, and we spoke about that. So, so what that means is that there is going to be a collective unified cry that will come forth out of the sea, out of the people, that will propel this man of sin or the beast to come forth. Whether you realize it or not, that's exactly what's taking place with all this commotion, with all this loud noise that is causing confusion. And the word rage also means to plot, 
and to transpire. It, it, it literally means that mankind is beginning its final plot. It is putting forth its final plot and that with, which it has been conspiring in secret. And we'll get into that in verse 2, who is doing the conspiring and who is doing the plotting. It says, the kings of the earth, they set themselves, right? Mm. They set themselves. They plot. They conspire. They, 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 they stand almost in defiance against God, like this is the final plot, this is the final defiance, this is what we have been conspiring, and we are not wasting any more time. We are going all in on this against God. The whole earth is, the kings of the earth. They have uh, all set themselves, whether they realize it or not. The spirit of the age is here. It's bringing all of mankind into this gathering where there is a raging going on. Amen? And it says, and the people imagine a vain thing. They imagine nothingness, something that does not profit. The word imagine literally means to be completely consumed in every faculty of your being and thinking and imagining this vain thing. It, it literally, uh, the, the word uh, imagine literally means to study. It's what you utter. It's what you study. It's what you speak. It's what you imagine. It's what you think. You're completely given over to this idea, to this vain thing. What is this vain thing? It's where we're headed, where the Bible says that we're headed. The Bible says that Jesus came to his own, and his own received him not. And then Jesus said, one will come in his name, and him you will receive. Right? So everything in every, in, in every aspect of, a, uh, 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 of society, whether it's economical, political, health-wise, you name it, everything is geared towards fashioning the very psyche of mankind to begin to imagine what a world without God will be. Think about that now. What a world without Jesus will be. What a world without the very morals of God that he teaches us for self-discipline so that we can be restrained from, from going all crazy, really. Right. We are beginning to, to, to the, the world is beginning to, to put into the very psyche of man what it will be like a world without God. Did you want to say something, Pastor? You know, it, it, it reminds me of the days of Nimrod in Genesis chapter 11. We, we see the whole earth. That's what it seems right now, what's yes. going on. You know, it's one voice. You know, just a couple of days ago, before I read this verse, uh, I was in the city of L.A. I was, uh, you know, there with my wife celebrating our anniversary, took her to a restaurant. And I kid you or not, within one street, we saw three different protests going on, bro. Three different <laughs> protests wow. going on within one, a craziness. 
one fighting for this, one fighting for that, one fighting for that, and, and not, 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 not peaceful, but demanding. And as you were speaking, it brought me to Genesis 11 in the days of Nimrod, where it says the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. What does that mean? They all had a common purpose. And see, and, and that's the underlining that, that I think is pretty clear. I, I think the agenda today in, in our society, uh, Pastor Fernando, is, is no longer a hidden agenda. It's in our face. They right. don't want God. They are, they are demanding. They are, they, they, they are imagining vain things. They don't want God let alone a, a preacher, a true prophet of God that is declaring the word of God as Jeremiah did it for many years. There is a common purpose to destroy uh, the country from uh, the very foundations, destroying the yeah. word of God. Now seeing parents who, who, for example, homeschool their kids as a threat to the indoctrination yes. that is going on today, you know, and, and, and this is what, what, what we're reading about. You know, God is, is allowing this question to be asked by the psalmist to tell us and answer the question, why do the heathens rage? And, and, I, and you mentioned something earlier on, and I think there's a lot of people today that are confused. Yes. You know, they understand something is happening, but they don't know how to... Uh, explain it. They don't know how, they don't understand it. They know it's the last days, but remember what was said about the sons of Ishakar, right? That they knew the times, but this is where I believe the problem is, but they also knew what to do. What and to that's do. the problem right. today in many people. They don't know what to do. They understand something is happening. They understand something is going on uh, spiritually. This is more than politically. This is more than anything. It's a spiritual problem. And 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 so they they under they understand that we're living in the last days, but they don't know what to do in this hour. Why do the heathens rage? And I just wanted to bring that up as you were speaking. Right. Oh, praise God for that. Yeah, it, it, it's a raging that's taking place, and it says, and the people imagine a vain thing. Mm. Everything is being given over to this idea, or to to this to this. Uh, I don't, for lack of a better word, you know, to to this agenda, spirit, this agenda, yes. this antichrist agenda. It is a spirit, right? Yes. And and and, yes, and and with all the things that are taking place around the world, you know, you you you. you I mean, starting from the, you know the nine eleven, some twenty years ago, right? And mm -hmm. and and what the fear, the fear that came upon the people, right? We had an unseen enemy, so. You know what? We have to get vetted when we go through uh, through airports, and, and and for fear of terrorism, we all have to do our part and and open ourselves up a little more and and give more information about ourselves. And and Big Brother's introduced, and and now the pandemic, where where you know people are afraid of 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 getting sick and dying, and and so forth and so on. And so this fear, this yeah. fear that 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 is connected with this vain imagination or this vain thing where they imagine this vain thing is, is leading the people to be completely confused. 
completely mm. confused. But it's a spirit that's behind all of it, that's moving, right? At the, at the end of the yeah. day, we, we, there's a generation that feels inhibited by God's mm. law, by God's word, by God's morals. Mm. They, 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 they want to be unbridled in their evil desires, unbridled in their evil desires and go full steam ahead with, with, with their sin and, and, and debauchery and lose themselves. So, so this is what's taking place today. And, and, and verse 2 says this. It says, the kings of the earth set themselves. Think about that now. It's almost mm-hmm. as though the kings of the earth the leadership of the world, those that lead the nations of the world, have taken their stand. And they're saying this is the opportunity. This is the open door we've been waiting for to finally begin to push this imagination that we have into making it reality. Right. This reality without God this reality that men within themselves can fix their own issues. We don't need the word of God. We don't need the word of God in our society. We need to get rid of the preachers. We need to close the churches. They're the problem. The preachers of the gospel, they're the problem. We can fix our own issues, but they have no clue. When they try to bring this imagination this, 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 this vain thing into reality that they're really opening themselves up to the evil one. And do we really know what is taking place? Do we know why all the raging is taking place, the gathering, the, 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 the bringing together of this global agenda? Do we see it? Right? It says the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. And this is something that has been taking place for thousands of years. The rulers of the world, the kings of the earth have taken counsel to bring about what the Bible, the book of Revelation says will come. And they've been doing this in secret. But the Holy Spirit is revealing it to us. He's revealing what really takes place behind closed doors. The pandemic is real. Yes, people are dying of COVID. But understand this. They're using this whole pandemic thing as a precursor to begin to program us, to control us for what's coming. And the kings of the earth and the rulers of the earth have taken counsel to make sure that this imagination that they have of this perfect utopia without God can be manifested on the earth. But this is really the lie of the devil. They're really setting the stage for him and the man of sin. Mm. If we have eyes to see. That's what the Bible tells us. Amen. It says, but who, who, who are they taking counsel against? Did you want to say something, Pastor Jeremy? No, it was interesting. Um, there's uh when we were in LA they were uh they were um signs everywhere that mm-hmm. would because on some of them they're more stricter about wearing the mask you know all, all, all the over all over California 
yeah, no, no, no. This is in, in these are just signs that, that, that say if you're caught without a mask, you could be fined. Right. Now, it, it, you, you be, and so you see the people are in fear. And and that what what you just said, brother, is 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 was was happening today. Is is that yes. is, is all of this is real, but there is a greater agenda behind all of this. Yes, you know this COVID, this thing, this is not just something that happened overnight. It's been in the works, right, for years, right. and now because we believe this is the appointed time, now it's coming. To flu issue. You're, you're, ta- and, you're, ta- think, you're talking about the, the you're talking about the ability to control the globe yes. in this manner, right? COVID, yes. you know, it, it's real. It, it happened. How, how it happened, yes. I don't know. But people are dying and getting sick. But but yes, yes. this 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 is a perfect uh, uh, testing ground for what's coming. Yes, for sure. And you said something in the beginning before you know we started talking uh, on, on our on our podcast. We can no longer say this is going to happen. No, no, brothers and sisters, it's already begun. Right. Right. We're talking about that before. It's no longer something we can say. Oh, you know, be you know, be be careful because this is no, no. It's already begun, church. It's already begun. And I think if you've been following the podcast and, and the series that we've been, you know, that have been coming out. That there's something that that we're seeing. This is the beginning. It's no longer we're going. No, these are the last days. This is the beginning, mm-hmm. and the spirit of antichrist right now is it, and it's only going to get worse. But it's already working. It's already operating. I mean, in a deeper, deeper level. Yeah, the, the every everything's being set. You know, the, the both sides are getting bat, are are in battle array, so to speak. Every everything's being set. It's it's being set up between good and evil. There's a clash coming between, and Brother Mario says a, a, a clash between light and darkness. And 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 yeah. the heathen that rage, they are taking their stand. What took place with the with, with the pandemic was the perfect opening for these heathen, ungodly people with their evil agendas to go all in and say, it's now or never. We'll never implement what we want, that is to have a world without God, if we don't do it right now. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect opportunity. It's happening. When did you ever think that churches in America would be closed? Right. And when did you think that they would legislate for for churches to remain closed or be open? Right. Everything, every everything's happening right now. Right. So, but you know, if I may say this, I just wanted to say. This, you know, um, for example, uh, many people, many preachers, many prophets, what do they say? If you ask them, why do the heathens raise? They say, well, you know, there's still there's still a solution. There's still a way out of this situation. If we put, our, you know, for example, our president back again for another four years, this is going to stop the raise that's going on. I got news for you. Right. It's not going to stop it. Remember in the days of Daniel? 
of, of the king who loved Daniel, but he was tricked into putting laws that without him knowing were put to affect Daniel, right? Remember that, that if whoever was caught Darius. praying? And throw, you, yeah, what's his name again? Darius? Darius. Yeah, Darius. Yeah, so him, he, that, that king, he, you think he wanted to kill uh, Daniel? No. But the laws gave him no choice to put Daniel in a lion's den. So yeah, the laws whether, were you know, irreversible. Irreversible. So what I'm trying to say is many people think that the solution is if Trump goes up to another four years. And as much as I know that he loves Christians, as far as I can tell, he loves and he doesn't want to love all these people. It's not going to stop the agenda. It's not going to stop what really, what really these, the heathen who are raging want to do against Christ and his followers. So the answer is not found in whether we vote this president or this president. That that's it's not yes. going to change anything. We have come to a place that is irreversible. We have we wow. have made up our mind. I'm talking to us as a whole, as a nation. I know God has a remnant, but as a nation, we have come. It doesn't matter who goes there in in uh, in office. It's not going to stop the agenda. It's not going to stop what the kings of the earth have set themselves. You see, they didn't just put them. They've been stationed there. <laughs> and the rulers right. who have taken counsel. Listen, counsel against who? Against the Lord and his word. Yeah. His word. And I just wanted to bring that out as we're speaking because many people will say, well, we can still stop this if we elect, you know, our dear president another four years. That's going to be the solution. It's not. We have come to yeah. a place of no return. And I just wanted to uh, interject that in. I know there's a couple more things you want to say, but I wanted to interject that in uh, as we were speaking on this Psalm Psalm 2. Yeah, and that, that statement right there really hit my spirit. You know, we've reached a point where things are irreversible, where we'll never go back to what we used to be. And, and, and we don't say that statement just, you know, just, just throw it out and, you know, without having thought about it, having analyzed it, having, you know, pondered on it and, 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 and you know, prayed about it. And it's something that me and you and Brother Marty talk about, you know, uh, um, you know, all the time, you know, after we, yeah. before a podcast or after, you know, we, like we ask ourselves the question, like, are we really sensing this? I mean, do you think the nation has reached that point? Like, like Jeremiah saw his nation reach that point. Right. You know, are we really seeing the, 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 the systematic destruction of our own nation just as Jeremiah saw it? Mm. Right. And, 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 and the truth of the matter is we're seeing the evidence of that. I mean, every day, almost to the hour. Right, yes. I yes. mean, it's it just, it's just the, the, the our nation is further proving that we are heading that that way every day, almost every hour. Yes, you know, and so so it says that. Well, um, brother, brother, brother Fernando, as you said, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but as you said that about Jeremiah, remember Hananiah confronted Jeremiah. And said the very opposite. He said, no, what, what this guy is prophesying 
is not of God because the Lord, he said, basically he was saying the Lord told me that in two years he would break the yoke of Babylon from you. Is that what mm, happened? Right. No. It didn't it, it, it didn't happen as he said. It's exactly he even he even went as far as remember he he literally took that yoke that Jeremiah had on his neck and broke it in half and said, This is how he's gonna break the yoke of Babylon in two years. They were still right. they were still uh putting betting all their uh what's the word to use? They're putting all their uh Hedging, their bets. Their that, bets. Yeah. Yeah. On, on on these false prophecies as they're going on today. There is a, another awakening coming to America. There's still revival. Really? I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but that's not what yeah. I see. That's what Jeremiah said. And he paid a dear price for it. He paid a dear price for it. So he was resisted by 90% of the prophets, at least, of that time. And one man stood and declared that. And the other said, no, don't prophesy that. That is not true. God is going to break the yoke of Babylon. We're Israel. Isn't that the same thing America is doing? We're America. That can't happen here. No, there's still revival coming. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was the only one. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the prophets of his day have completely lost their mind. Um, but, yes. yeah, so it's powerful. It's powerful what you're saying. And, 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 and these are the things that we have to consider. It's the, it's the question... That we continuously pose to the people. Do you see that? You know, do you see what we're seeing? You know, do you see our nation is is reached a level of of of, of no return? You know, where where God can't even show grace to it anymore mm. because we're adamant. We're 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 taking a stance against God, right? And 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 the attack is against the Lord, the all existing one. And Messiah says, says they they take the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed. Listen, this attack of ridding God out of everything in our society, this attack is against one name, and that name is Jesus. That's mm. it. The man refuses to give God, to give Jesus his rightful place. And that is that he is king. He is king of kings and lord of lords. That's the issue. The attack is against Jesus. And we have to say his name. We say, you know, we, we speak about God a lot. You know, in the Christian in the Christian uh, uh, world, we say, you know, God this, God that. No, say His name, mm. Jesus. Yes, He's the offense, Jesus. Yes, He is the anointed one. Yes, that's what. That's why the heathen rage because of that name, Jesus. Yes, Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And it says, let us break. Go ahead, Pastor. No, I was just going to say, you know, the heathen, so it's revealing their counsel. Their their counsel, everything they're conspiring is against that name. Now, isn't it, it. it, 
isn't it it's interesting, not, it's Dr. Not, Fernando? It's not, it's not a, it, I'll say this. It's not a political thing. It's not a right yeah. or left, a conservative thing. It has nothing to do with politics. But that's what we have they made it in the church. Correct. Right? And that's how we have made it Christian a political thing. Yes, yes. And that's what I wanted to bring out. It's not against our rights. Yes, our rights are affected, yes, per se, but we're fighting the wrong thing. If we're fighting for a right or for a political party, then you've missed it. You have no discernment. You don't understand that this is far much more than that. The the resistance, the raging is against the name. Hallelujah. Jesus. Let me say this, Pastor. If you think that the issue is political, then you can't answer this question. You don't know the answer to it. You don't know why the heathen are raging. You don't know why the people imagine the vain thing. It's not against your political party. It's not even against your beliefs. It's against one person. It's against one name. It's against Jesus. Jesus. The name that is not even mentioned in, in most Christian churches anymore. Yes. <laughs> right? Right. You know, me, we always talk about it, right? Hey, turn on Christian television and count the times that, that they mention the name of Jesus in their messages. Right. It's sad. Wow. But, but, but this is who the heathen, the kings of the earth, the people, the rulers take counsel together against. Mm. Just like they did in his first advent, where the Pharisees literally in the temple took counsel to kill Jesus. The same is taking place in the world. We know that for sure. But can, can we imagine that that kind of counsel is taking place within the church? When you begin to preach another gospel... You are taking counsel against to kill Jesus. Yes. You are taking counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Yes. When you deviate from his word, when you deviate from him, you deviate from his word. Yes. You deviate from his righteousness and you go into something else. And it says, let us break... Go ahead, Pastor. No, no, go go ahead. Go ahead. Let's let's continue. This is good. It says, yeah, it says, let us break their hands asunder. Bands. bands. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Mm. Think about that now. This is what man is trying to do. We're trying to go away from the word of God. We're trying to go away from from the righteousness of the word of God that it demands upon sinful man. We don't want to deal with it. Our constitution of this nation, it says that we are created or or, or we we are endowed by our creator with certain Mm -hmm. unalienable rights, right? Our creator is the one that endowed us with these rights, right? The pursuit of happiness, life, and liberty. It is God who has set the standard of morality. That literally, it is these bands of morality that literally save us Mm. 
from systematically right. destroying ourselves. But what are we saying in, in our society today? We don't want God. We don't want what the word of God says concerning marriage between a man and a woman. No, we're going to choose who we want to marry. We're going to choose who we want to be. We don't we don't care that 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 God, you know, formed formed the child in, in in the womb of a mother. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go into that very womb where the, the child's supposed to be the most safest and kill it. Hmm. That's what we're saying. Let us let us break their band asunder and cast away their cords from us. From who? From the Godhead. And, and we're going to finish up here quickly, but uh, let me go to verse 4. It says, he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. Mm. That, that word, when we see the Lord sitting, it speaks of, of the, the finality of what he has done. It is already settled. He's already Hallelujah. king. Lord of God. He is king whether you want him to be king or not. Hmm. He is Lord. Yes. He is in control. I like this. And the Lord was really speaking to my heart regarding this. I was saying, Lord, I was telling the Lord, Lord, it's scary what what's going on and, and what these people, you know, liberal uh, socialist minds are, are, are saying they want to do. And I think about, you know, the Christians here in America. Many of them are asleep. They don't know what these liberals are trying to do to us. Mm-hmm. And I say, Lord, you know, it's, it's a fearful thing, what we're seeing. Yes. You know, and, and the Lord said, listen. He says, they may be laughing at me, but I'm laughing at them. <laughs> says, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath. This is what's coming. And vexed them in his sore displeasure. The Lord will mock them. Listen, there's a lot of mocking going on where God is being mocked, but I'm here to tell you God is going to mock them. You you think you think you think that you know Christians are afraid? Oh, the liberals take over, we're doomed. And you, you think God is afraid of that? Hmm. You think God is afraid of, of of a human? God is God. Yes. God is not going to sit back and just watch his people get ran over by demon-possessed people and killed by demon-possessed people. Yes, if it comes to that, then we have to do it. But I guarantee something, that God will flex his muscles. Hallelujah. Jesus will flex Glory his muscles. He, he did it to Pharaoh. He did it to Nebuchadnezzar. Glory to God. God, the Bible says that heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. Hallelujah. Saint of God, I know hard times are coming, but I'm here to tell you that the Lord says, I, they, they think they're going to mock me. He says, I am going to mock them. Mm. 
I am going to mock them. I am going to laugh at them because I am God. I am yeah. sitting on the throne. I watch over my people. Come on. The earth is the Lord and the fullness of it. It does not belong to any liberal. It does not belong to a conservative. It does not belong to a communist or a socialist. The earth is the Lord and the fullness of it. God is in control. Jesus Christ is coming back again. He's not coming back quiet, church. He's coming with a shout. He's not coming as a lamb. Hallelujah. He is coming as the lion of the tribe of Judah. And he is coming to make war. He is coming to pour out his wrath. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get excited about that. I get excited <laughs> about that. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Can you see it? Can you picture him? He's holy. He's, he's telling you it's all under control. If you believe in me, it's all under control. I know America's going crazy, but he's yeah. allowed it. He has everything. Listen, he has everything under control. Yes. He knows who you are. He knows you by name. He's blessing your home. He's blessing your children. He's blessing your marriage. He's blessing your husband. He's blessing your wife. He's blessing your brothers and your sisters. You belong to him, and he's here to tell you that he is on the throne. Amen. Hallelujah. That that word "fitted" in you know in the in the Hebrew uh, speaks of to sit down specifically as judge. Yes. In quiet, it also implies oh, to dwell, to remain, to settle, to marry. Hallelujah. Settle. Yes. <laughs> that that's it. This habitation. Settle. Yes, it is. And and that's what I yes. wanted to bring to the people today. You know, sometimes, I mean, it, I get it. We, you hear some of the podcasts we do, and it's just dark and gloomy. But sometimes you, you just got to laugh at the devil. You, know? <laughs> you just got to laugh at the devil and say, we win at the end. I don't care, I don't care what you do. Yeah. You do whatever you want. You, you, maybe he has some of your children lost in drugs. You tell them, I don't care. I don't care how far you've driven them away. Jesus can reach them in any moment. Yes. Jesus can reach down and deliver them. Hallelujah. Just the whisper of his name. Just the whisper Lord. of his name. Hallelujah. Sometimes you just got to rejoice because you're on you're Lord. on the Lord's side. You're on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. So I wanted to encourage you today. You know, we, we yeah. probably stumbled and, you know, it, but but I wanted to encourage you today. And trust yeah. in the Lord. Trust in the power of his might. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't care what, what lies, deceptions, confusion the devil is throwing your way. The Lord is sitting on his throne. And he mocks those who mock them. Trust me, he don't need our help. To sanctify his name. And, 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 and we got to do everything we can. But he said, I'm going to sanctify my name. Oh, yeah. Think about that statement. He said it. 
I am going to sanctify my name. That means when his name is all, you know, misused and abused and confused, when his name seems like it makes, you know, it, it's just it's just used for whatever, he said, that's when I am going to remind everyone. Hallelujah. I am going to remind everyone who I am. Yes. Yes, dark times are coming. But God is about to send, a, and he is sending a bunch of reminders to this whole yes. earth of who he is. He Hallelujah. is God. Amen. <laughs> and it's settled. <laughs> and it's settled. Amen. <laughs> And if you, whatever you feel, Pastor Jeremy, um, you know, if you want to pray or or have some closing thoughts there, uh, please share it with the people. No, this was a, a tremendous reminder, Pastor Fernando. You know, um, it's interesting how we started, how God, through questions, you know, is always wanting to reveal something of himself, but also revealing to us where we're at. And uh, right. you know, everything is, is, is coming out right now. What's the agenda? But in the end, and I think that's, the, the, I truly believe this was the Lord today reminding the listener today that everything is settled. God yes. is in control. You know, because like you said, you know, as human Amen. beings, we can get, we, we can get overwhelmed. You know, sometimes I talk yeah. to Christians and, 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 yeah, no, I'm not afraid of nothing. No, then you're not human. Then. <laughs> you know, right. uh, I, if fear comes to all of us. Now, there's a difference between allowing fear to control you. But as a father, you know, we have children. We think about all that, you know. But at the end, sometimes we just got to encourage ourselves and say, it is settled. God is in control. Yes, amen. The it says there, it says, it says, yet, yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a, reminder, it's a reminder to the Lord, to the heathen that are raging, doesn't matter what you do. He right. is the king that I have set. Hallelujah. You know, you know what you read is powerful because remember in verse, in verse 2, and we're done, but when he when when we read that it is against the Lord and against His anointed, and in number six we can read it. Yet have I set the anointed one, my King, upon my holy hill of Zion. He is the anointed. Yes. Yes. He is the Jesus. King of Kings. Be encouraged today. Be encouraged today by this word. I ascend. Your heart, yes. some of you may, may find yourself confused. You may find yourself like, Pastor, I'm trying to read the word. I, I don't understand it. But let me tell you something. It is settled. Yes. Seek him. You, he shall be found while there's still an opportunity, while it's still day. The night hour has begun, but God, there's still an open door for you to call upon the name of the Lord. And he will restore you. He will save you. He will save your children. If you call on him, he can restore everything the devil yes. has stolen from you. It's settled. Yes. It's settled Amen. if you believe it. Hallelujah. 
And uh, I want to pray with someone here today, whoever you are, you know, uh, we might have stumbled here and there, but I, I know the spirit of the word is what you have sent today. It's the presence of God. God reminding you it is settled. Father, I don't know the needs, Lord, today of your people, Lord, and where many may find themselves exactly. But I, what I do know is that there are many, many, even those listening today, that are confused, that are right now living in fear, that desire you, God, and, and, and don't know what to do, where to go, what to believe. And everything may even seem to somebody just like it's doom and gloom. But today, Lord, your word has reminded us that it is settled that you are still sitting on your throne, Yes. that you are in control. You're not moved by what's happening. You see and, and, and you are at total control as judge, as the king of kings, and you're coming back as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Father, that same Jesus is still here today. Lord, to yes. minister to the Amen. need of those that are listening, God. I don't care, Lord, what situation, Lord, they may find themselves. Nothing is impossible for you, Lord, today. I know you're dealing with hearts, God. I know you are drawing people in this hour, God, to those that are calling out, to those that are saying, Lord, I need you. I need a word, God. I need clarity. I need peace of mind. Well, you are here, God. You are the Prince of Peace, Lord. And today, Lord, we pray. Lord, for those mothers that are crying out, for those husbands that are crying out, for those uh, parents that are crying out for their children in this hour, God. Father, have your way, Lord, today. I pray that this word will be an on-time word for someone who needs encouraging, who needs, Lord, to be reminded that you are still on your throne, God. We thank you for your word today, Lord. We thank you for this time that we have had fellowshipping in your word, God. We pray that you help us, Lord, as we come back tomorrow and that you will continue to speak to us as you have been doing over these last months, Lord. We bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. We want to thank you so much from the bottom of our heart for uh, being patient with us and hearing today what God has to say. Continue to pray. For us, for Brother Marty, Brother Fernando, our, myself, our families, that God will continue to give us the boldness to declare the word of the Lord. We love you. We are so happy to be back on the air with you, and we pray that you join us tomorrow. May God bless you. May God keep you. And keep looking up.